One of the most helpful things I've learned is that I'm not alone. You're not alone. And as we open up to the right people, we'll see our communities grow bigger and stronger. If you find this video helpful, please support us by liking and subscribing. And if you know someone this video can help, please pass it their way. My mission is to help make the world a safer place by sharing with you the stories that saved me. What did you used to think a man meant? Being a man meant? Uh, being a man to me was like glorifying, you know, the, the negative activities that was going on in the area, like idolizing the drug dealers and, uh, and you know, you know, the, the guys who was out there shooting, robbing. Uh, those were the people that I looked up to as a as a young man <laughs> growing up, especially in poverty. Um, so yeah, in the beginning, that's what I thought a man was, you know, the guy who had the flies, clothes, the women, the money. Uh, yeah, so uh, fast forward, now that I'm a man myself, uh, I learned that that wasn't the perspective of being a man. Did you try that lifestyle? Of course, of course. I, I tried everything that, everything, everything that I named, mm -hmm. I've done it. Uh, from, you know, drug dealing to, you know, being a shooter, robbing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cause that's, that's what was going on mostly in my community. Mm -hmm. And uh, I adapted to it and, you know, it, it, at a young age, it was exciting. Mm -hmm. Gave you that rush yeah. and uh, gave you that respect in the neighborhood. So, yeah. Uh, Did it ever go south? Yes, it went south. You know, sometimes, you know, you, you're not the only one in your community that's selling drugs or shooting or robbing. So, you know, uh, sometimes you find yourself on the other end of the stick. <laughs> Nigga shooting at you, or uh, nigga try to rob you. Uh, I'm saying, you know, uh, a nigga selling, serving your relatives narcotics. You know what I'm saying, so you know that that's that was the south for me growing up, and 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 knowing that uh, individuals and in my family, you know, were getting high. Yeah. That you know, seeing them go get their drugs, and you know, knowing that they doing it was, you know. Uh, it was, it was heartbreaking, but then again, look who we grew up at. No, I've never been shot, but I've been shot at. Luckily, I, I, I've never been, been shot, yeah. Have you lost people? Oh, I've lost plenty of people throughout my, uh, throughout my years and being in the game, yes. Close friends, uh, relatives, toughest, Two toughest people that I lost was my best friend, Old Head, may you rest in peace. Uh, the death of Old Head, um, it, it, it took me to a dark place. Uh, revenge was a must, and you know, I wanted bloodshed, but it was different, and that was in 2012. Um, definitely took me to a dark place. And the fast forward, the one that, um, took me secondly was the death of my stepfather. My stepdad died and I didn't expect my stepdad dying to hit me as hard as it did. My stepdad died and that shit 
that shit broke me. It broke me down, yeah. You said that your friend died in front of you. Yes, my friend. He didn't die in front of me, but he was shot in front of me. He died at the hospital, but uh, he was shot in front of me, and I tried to cover the wounds that I seen, and he had stomach wounds, and I took off my sweater, and I tried to cover his wound, not knowing he was also hit in his back and in his chest. So yeah, going and coming outside and seeing my best friend laying on that floor, um, yeah, it was crazy. Because I don't think he, he didn't have to go like that. Uh, great kid, uh, funny, <laughs> uh, one, of the, one of the most lovable person you could ever meet. He tatted on my arm to this day. Out of all my friends that I lost, my brother's on my arm, you know. Uh, I live with him forever. We celebrate him every year, the day he died, and also his birthday. Yeah, I love that. yeah thank you. Yeah. Was that what made you reevaluate your life, or? No, actually, what made me reevaluate my life was going to the state penitentiary. Um, Tell me about that. Uh, Two thousand and eight, I was arrested for an attempted murder. That was later dropped down to an aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And going through that process from the county to my first time being in the state penitentiary, that made me realize, I said, oh, shit, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Describe <laughs> it, it to me. It was, it was, it was horrifying because uh, I'm, I'm what, 20, 24 years old. Mm -hmm. um, I was 24. And first and foremost, they, they, they sent you to, back then it was called Greater Fort. Greater Fruit was one of the prominent, most notorious jails throughout Pennsylvania. And in Greater Fruit, you cannot see from one side of the block, well, one end of the block to the other end. So it's like, probably like a mile and a half long, just off one strip. You got your PVs over there, which is your parole, your parole violator, excuse me. And then you got the newcomers on the other side. Um, rats, roaches. Oh, you um, hate that. I, I cannot stand. One thing about I'm like, I do not like mice and I do not like roaches. So to know, to know that you had to live with them, yeah, it was crazy. Like I used to wake up and sometimes, you know, the mice would be eating your things. You have to hang your food up on the ceiling. So it, it definitely was crazy. So then, um, then you go to the shower. You got grown men in there that's Teaser was shit, ass naked. You know, I, I'm like, no, I got clothes on. I'm going there with my underwear on. And I'm going there with everybody who I know that's from my town. Mm -hmm. I'm not going there. I would never go in that shower by myself. You bugging? Mm -hmm. I say, nah, so if we, when anybody that was from the town, we went together. Yeah, Yo, bro, you going to the showers? Yeah, I'm going with y'all, so <laughs> we're going to go together. So then that was the part of the classification and then another part of it was called Camp Hill. And Camp Hill, they definitely put me on the old block. I was on B block in Camp Hill. Once again, old jail ran down. It's hot, the summertime, rats, roaches. But this one, you could still, you could see from one end of the block to the other end, you mm -hmm. know? It was just an old jail. Uh, and that was my second stop. And then my last stop was Fayette. I was in Fayette, one of the worst jails in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. What made it the worst? 
you know, the stabbings, you know, the not just of the inmates, but they were stabbing the guards. They was raping the COs, raping the inmates, yeah. So, yeah, Fayette, well, we made the news in Fayette every week for a stabbing of a CO or a stabbing of another inmate or an attempted rape on a female CO, yeah. So what I did once again was I clicked up with the guys who I knew was from my area that I was cool with on the outside. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did what I had to do though. I stayed, I played my part, I minded my business, I played chess. Um, I'm a Muslim, you know, I believe in, you know, Allah. So uh, I was mostly with the Muslims and um, uh, got my GED up there. I did all my programs. So by the time it was for me to see the parole board, you know, I admitted my guilt of what I did for my crime. Uh, I owned up to it, and I just wanted to go home. Like, yeah, it was it was, it was bad up there. It was bad. So the and that right there, I said, listen, y'all will never see me again unless y'all have to. Mm -hmm. That means if I gotta come, if I have to protect myself or defend myself, then so be it. Then I gotta go back to prison. But if I could avoid people, places, and things. Y'all will never see me again. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. I came home in 2012, and um, that was the first thing I started to weed out people, places, and things. Well, I know if I got to go there, if I got to take my gun there, I don't want to be there. Mm -hmm. If I got to take my knife there, I don't want to be there. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing I started to shy away from. And friends who I feel as though didn't grow, meaning in a mental, that still, you know, on go time. I didn't want to shy away from them, but I'm like, ah. I got to. Yeah. I don't want to be a soldier no more. I wanted to get money more. Mm -hmm. I was more of a soldier back then rather than getting money. Do people so, understand? No. No, I, I got friends that then. Some friends we grew up, grew together. Some friends that, you know, we grew apart. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But if you grow apart, well, you're early friends. It's true. Death is real. And these guys don't know that See, a lot of people get forget about the consequences. And I say that, like, you know, you could kill a thousand people, but once you get to that thousand and one, you finally get caught, and you don't, you're gonna go to jail. Mm -hmm. Going to jail. A lot of people can't handle that, that pressure being in that interrogation room. So I know people that, I've known people that went to jail for a stolen bike and they're telling the murder. Like, oh, oh, I'm about to go to jail. Oh, I'm going to tell them this murder that I know happened. Like, they forget about the consequences. You know, that them, 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 when them gates close and that judge give you that time, you can say, hey, all right, you're on. I learned my lesson. I'm just going home. That nigga, they, that 20 to 40 years, you got to wear that. Mm -hmm. That life sentence, you got to wear that. Mm -hmm. Ain't no coming back from that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, five seconds of your life on the streets could cause you the rest of your life in the penitentiary. Just because you just wanted to kill a man for no reason, or he looked at you wrong, or you looked at him wrong, and words went from words to gunfire. Nah. Not worth it. Not worth it. But these young brothers nowadays, they're lost, they're misguided, and they need that guidance. You know, there's no more boys and girls clubs out here, there's no more teen centers. There's nothing for them to do, mm -hmm. there's no activities for them to do, so. They run to the streets, they run to the gangs for for that for that that comfort, you know, or they might be they home, they the uh 
their household is probably just uh, not stable, you know, they fathers are gone or their mothers are on drugs or both parents are on drugs and you know, anybody that runs to the streets is just looking for that comfort, mm -hmm. that love, mm -hmm. that family orientation. Uh, I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, but yeah. Belonging. Yeah, belonging, basically, yeah. Yeah. Because I once, like I said, I once was that, um, that young man who tried to run to the streets for, for comfort. You have kids, right? I have six children. My babies. Shout out to my girls. Whatever care I gotta be in. Shout out to my girls. What do you do to try to keep them off the streets? Since you said there isn't like, there's not a lot of programs out there anymore. Like how when we grew up, yeah. there's so many programs. So many programs. And now they're not even there. They're, they're even taking programs out of schools. Yeah. So, you know, I just saw you talking to your daughter. She seems like an amazing woman. Yeah. And it's just like, so how are you doing it? How are you making sure that they don't end up in the same situation that you did? Me just being in their life, mostly, uh, being a strict parent. Uh, one thing about me, you know, I, I discipline my kids and I tell them, say if, I hit my, say if my kid's fighting, I'll discipline them and I'm like, listen, you don't fight you. I tell you why you're getting disciplined. You know, you don't hit your sister, you don't fight each other, or you don't do this, you don't do that. But in order for me to keep them, well, my, my, my youngest daughters, they, they still got ways to go with my 16-year-old. Um, she had, a, she, she had her, her days where, you know, she was trying. She thought about it, and I had to nip that right in the butt. Like, mm -hmm. it ain't happening. Um, I wanted her to do boxing. I just feel as though the average kid who, have, who knows how to humble themselves they won't be out there trying to, you know, poke their chest out of me loud mouths. What does being a man mean to you now? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, definitely, um, shit, learning how to be a man at first was like one of my strongest tasks. And I still struggle with that to this day. But one thing I did learn that um, there's more to, to life than just being a street nigga. You know, growing up, that's all I thought, like I said, being the man was, you know, being that street nigga. I had to learn that, excuse me, there's more to life than that. You know, uh, opening up new doors for yourself and exploring other avenues, like getting a job or going to school, or taking a trade or even opening up your own business. So um, that's what I had to, to, to learn that, you know, okay, it's more than life to just being a street cat because growing up, that's what I thought I will always be, would be a street nigga. And I'm like, nah. Like I said, after the state penitentiary, I was like, nah, nah, I'm, um, I'm done. I still have my, you know, I still have my little flaws as I'm learning, Yeah. but I knew where I wanted to be and that I didn't want that, wouldn't leave that behind me leave the street mentality behind me. Even though I'm still in the act with, you know, I'm still active as far as like being with brothers who, like most of my friends nowadays uh, uh, own their own businesses. Yeah. Um, whether it's barber shops, clothing lines, mechanic shops, or you know, most of my friends now are business owners. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay. Um, 
that's what I want to do too, become a business owner. And that's what, that's what I did. And yeah. what got you into the clothing line? That was crazy. Um, even back in the day, uh, my oldest sister, she was messing with um, some guy from the projects. And um, he had these clothes, he had these t-shirts. I'm like, yeah, those, those are good t-shirts. Like, and this is 98, 99. And we started uh, our own brand back in 99 called Fuego. Fuego t-shirts. We had red Fuego t-shirts, uh, white Fuego t-shirts. I would keep messing up the word. And uh, black Fuego t-shirts. And it means fire in Spanish. So we, and we had the whole town wearing them. We had the whole town wearing them. Everybody had a Fuego t-shirt. And um, I liked it that. I liked it that. So even though I didn't pursue it at, back then, that was something I always went, ah, oh, it, it was a seed. Yeah. So fast forward to 2008, when I went to prison, uh, you know, when you when you in jail, you got nothing but time to thinking. So I said, all right, I want to do a clothing line. Mm -hmm. Start searching up LLCs, and um, I said, that's what I'm gonna do when I go home. I had a whole folder stacked with ideas and um, like logos and drawings and all of that. So the fast forward, pandemic time, um, you know, I, and I got a couple of friends who got their own clothing line, like Good Guy Quill. Um, that's my brother, uh, called my brother. Uh, so seeing him, seeing him pursue his dream, I'm like, damn, and bro, he doing great. Mm -hmm. So like, shit, I said, bro, doing good. So and just off the clothes that I already wanted to do that I just never pursued it. So pandemic time hit, I said, you know what, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm open up, I'm gonna I'm take that, I'm gonna do it now, full throttle. And I came up with the loyalty oath, yep. Loyalty oath, cause I stand for my loyalty. Do you still have the um, thing with you? Unfortunately, I don't. Oh. Uh, that was about, what, 2012? All of my papers uh, was destroyed. Um, and yeah, I never got them back, unfortunately. What made you choose loyalty oath? Tell me about that brand. Um, cause once again, loyalty means a lot to me and I'm going to tell you why. Let me rewind it back to the day that I went to prison. Um, it was my cousin and me and the police, now the state troopers, these are the state troopers mm -hmm. and the local police, they're looking for me. And all you see is like red beams coming through the windows and the doors and the oh, freaking peepholes. Like it was like that. So like, oh shit. Yeah. So I'm module with my cousin and I know my cousin have stuff with him that I know if they kick in the door, he's gonna go to jail as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so when they finally get in, I surrender. But before I do that, I say, cuz if they find anything that's yours, I know I did some dumb shit. I'm gonna wear it. So if they ever find anything that, that that's my cousin's, I ought to take the charge because they wasn't coming for my cousin. They was coming for me mm. over some dumb shit that I did. So I said, cuz if they find it, I'm gonna wear it, but just chill, calm down. They kicked the door in, listen, I'm the guy y'all looking for. My cousin ain't got nothing to do with it. My exact words. 
And my cousin looked at me like, this nigga is a, like a real one. Like, cause like, God forbid if they search where we was at, yeah. we done. But I'm like, kinda, I would never even put you in that predicament. So my loyalty, not just to my cousin, but to the people that I love, I'm going all out for you. Yeah. So yeah, so that was like one of my scenarios that always stick with me because my cousin came to see me while I was in prison. He said, yo, cuz like, Hearing you say that was like the best, like one of the, the realest things that I heard anybody ever say, like anybody ever say. I could have been like, oh, hell no, nigga, we both going down. <laughs> like, nigga, you coming right down with me, nigga. Yeah, so I'm like, she like, yo, so you came and see me like, yo, cuz, like that was the realest shit I've ever heard anybody say. Yeah. He said, your loyalty is unmatched. So I said, thank you. And that's 2008, so. Uh, like I, I just stand firm on loyalty. That's just who I've been since day one. Like I'm a, I was, I'm a team player. Mm -hmm. I'm a team player, and I'm loyal to my team. I'm not gonna be. You know, I'm not a crew hopper. I'm with the same guys that I've been with, that I that I grew with. Not the guys that I grew apart from, but the same guys that I grew with. Mm -hmm. We still together. We've been rocking for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. So you know. What does mm. oath stand for? It's just that, you know, you know, it's just that to, to know that you can't break it. Mm. You can't break the bond. Like, you cannot break that. If you go outside of that oath, then I can't trust you. That means if I can't trust you, I don't, I shouldn't have no loyalty for you. Mm. So, you know, you just, you, if you stand sturdy with me, I'm going to always stand sturdy with you. Mm. You're going to never got to worry about nothing with me, with your lady, your money, your crib, your family. I'm, no. I'm not a backdoor type nigga. I stand firm on what I say and what I do. And I love all my folks equally. I don't love none of my bros more than another bro. All my bros equally. Call me at two o'clock in the morning. I could be asleep, but I'm like, damn, this bro could be an emergency. I'm gonna answer that call. Wow. So that's just who I am. That's really honorable. <laughs> Excuse me, thank you. I stand on that. Yeah. When I saw you at the shop last time, you were wearing these uh, shorts that actually I wanted to get them from you, but yeah. once it said peace and love. Peace and love. What, what made you choose those words? Well, that's what we spread it nowadays. You know, uh, there's so much hate going on in the world. You gotta, you gotta bring back the narrative that there's also love out there. Mm -hmm. There's also peace out there. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to be angry. I, I, I got people that be angry all day. Yeah, I know those guys. How do you wake up angry? Yeah. How do you, like, bro, like, I can't be around that. Yeah. So, bro, be happy, spread love, be peaceful, like, bro, like, smile. Smile because every day you wake up is a blessing. Mm -hmm. Every day. Mm -hmm. Anytime you put food in your stomach, it's a blessing. You drinking water, it's a blessing. Because there's people that are out there that really don't have it mm -hmm. at all. So uh, the peace and love just come from just spreading the positivity. It ain't about all of that negative shit no more. We spreading positivity nowadays. Get money, feed your family, spread love and spread peace, man. Spread loyalty, loyalty oath, man, all the time. So yeah, that's just what it's about with me because I, like, I'm past those stages where I don't have to have that chip on my shoulder. Yeah. You, you don't need it. Yeah. You don't need it. I got a friend who... Um, who do real estate right now, one of my closest friends. Um, he came a long way. He was through the trial and tribulations, but he always was a smart kid. And um, 
to watch his turn around, you know, growing up, being in the city with us, to to see his turn around. He's one of the top realtors in the valley. Yeah, shout out to my boy Basel, you know, one of the top realtors in the valley. And I, I've seen that guy transition. And I'm like, damn, like, bro, like, you know, he grew, he, he took a spill, he took a dive, and he came back with a vengeance. And those are the type of people that I like to be around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I see your growth and I was with you when you had nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To see you actually, see you climbing and you doing great, I love it. I love it. That's what it's about nowadays though, man. Just spreading that love and that peace and that positivity. How do you change that mindset? Cause there are, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of negative, grumpy, ungrateful people out there. Yeah, I'm a goofy nigga. I'm a goofy <laughs> nigga. I can't be around that. I laugh, I joke, I will, yeah. I will have niggas crying. All my friends, what we do is laugh and joke <laughs> on each other. From start, we could wake up in the morning. Yo, what you doing, Jeremy? And the nigga name was really like, uh, I call like say Bucks. I call yo Jeremy. Like his name ain't even Jeremy. It's, it's, it's something to get a laugh out of, you know, just to have that sense of humor. Yeah. I, I can't be serious like that all the time. But all my friends, what we do is laugh and joke on each other all the time. I love that. All the time. So, you know, you can't come to the block or you can't come around us wearing no stupid stuff because we're going to get on you off the rip. So <laughs> you're trying to come, like say, if a guy come through with this sleeve off, with this sleeve on, oh, we're going to get you. <laughs> and that's the sense of humor. That's what you got to have, that sense of humor. And you can't, you don't get mad at it. Yeah. You laugh it off. Like, yo, these niggas is crazy. Well, yeah, that's what we do. We goofy. I'm, I'm a goofy nigga. That's a fact. Yeah. I like to laugh and joke all the time. I'm a, I'm a comedian. So where can people find your stuff? Uh, I'm building a website, uh, .us. Um On IG, forever loyaltyoth, underscore, underscore. So it's... Four, the number four, E V E R, E V E, yeah, yeah, uh, of underscore underscore, yeah. Did I say that right? Forever, forever, of underscore underscore, yep. The number four, yeah, the number four. Upstairs, bro, man, fifth floor. Um, and then you're also gonna be. In a storefront soon. Yeah, uh, that's 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 for the future. But for now, I'm trying to just get everything off the ground, mm -hmm. uh, put the footwork in. You know, be be out here like a soldier. You know, the same the same mindset and the same energy I put into the illegal shit. I'm gonna do that same thing plus more with the legal shit. So the legal process, excuse my language. Yeah. So yeah, I'm ready to go full throttle with this loyalty oath thing. Yeah. I love that. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. Doing what I can, you know. Shout out to everybody who already been supporting too. I appreciate all of the love. Um, definitely sorry for the wait. Yeah, we definitely coming back with Avengers though. So yeah, be prepared for the lookout because we about to flood the whole market. Hats, socks, t-shirts, underwear, panties, everything, bras, all of that. We coming. We coming slides. I've been fact. asking for slides. Slides too. That's what. We gotta, we gotta find a good uh, uh, consumer for some slides there. We gotta get that. Yeah, yeah, that's something uh, for the future though. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thank yeah. you for talking to me. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Of course. I appreciate you. You know, uh, the, the 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 love is, is there. Just off the from the from the first time we even had the conversation, I I 
I, I love your energy, you know, and I, I respect what you're doing. I respect it. Thank you. Salute to that. Thank you're you. You're welcome. You're welcome.